The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? No, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. It's a Thursday afternoon here on the Fantasy Football Today podcast, and we have a listener-only mock draft for you. Adam Azer with Dave Richard and Jamie Eisenberg. And we're very excited to see what our listeners do. Forget about who we like in the first round and second round and so on. How about the audience? Dave, what is the format for today's draft? We've got a 12-team, full PPR, two running backs, two wide receivers, two flex spots. Two flex. Absolutely zero kickers, zero defenses, zero punters, Scott. And uh, just... Otherwise, the type of league that everybody kind of... And he really froze. Yes. Wow, unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, he'll, he'll be back. He always freezes like right out of the gate and then everything's fine. Right out of the that. gate. There he is. There he is. Wait, you know, you... it's raining, so maybe that's got something okay. to do with it. Uh, it's, All yeah. right, how far did I get before I froze? <laughs> what, is it, what is it on every other day? <laughs> you, pretty much, you pretty much got it. You're good. Uh, we are drafting. We are on the clock. And none of us have any team, so we're just going to sit back and observe. If you're watching on YouTube... Or if you are listening and you're like, how can I see the results of this draft? YouTube.com slash fantasy football today is the best way to see it. Uh, YouTube.com slash fantasy football today. And if you're listening and you want to see, you know, and the draft's already done, then you can fast forward to the end. You'll see all the results basically. But we're going to update our spreadsheet as it goes along. Two picks are in. We can also introduce everybody. Dave, you have the list of the cast of characters. Uh, no. All right, then we won't do that. <laughs> Not exactly. Uh, well, you guys are very well prepared for this. Did you say the, um... <laughs> I mean, my internet connection barely works, Jamie. Give me a break. <laughs> Did you say the scoring? Is it PPR? Full PPR. Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> it is, it is. So, again, the, the, the big difference here is we got two flex spots. Two running backs, two receivers, tight end, two flex, non-super flex, six point per passing touchdown. And the first two picks are Jefferson and Chase... And the third pick is McCaffrey. Uh, I don't see a lot of Jefferson Chase 
And actually, it was Chase one, Jefferson two. So, Jamie, I don't, I don't see a lot of that where the first two picks are wide receivers. Of course, I don't see that many drafts at this point. But what'd you think? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with that. I would flip the two. I would take Jefferson over Chase. But um, you know, I, I think if you're going to target receivers, those are the top two guys, and um, I think we're going to see potentially a lot of that as people get more concerned about you know McCaffrey at 27 and. I don't think a full timeshare, but somewhat of a timeshare in San Francisco, as we saw when he was, you know, playing with a healthy Elijah Mitchell. So, um, you know, you want to get those two studs early. Take Jefferson one and Chase two. All right, three running backs after those top two wide receivers: McCaffrey, Eckler, and Bijan Robinson. In fact, I was about to ask you, when do you think Bijan Robinson will go? I knew he'd be a first rounder, but he goes fifth, Dave. He goes fifth, and then we have Cooper Cup. So first six picks are three wide receivers and three running backs, but Robinson, five, Cup, six. McCaffrey, Eckler were three and four. Go ahead, Dave. I think you're going to see this in most leagues. You'll probably see some Kelsey mixed in. You'll see some Saquon Barkley mixed in. I don't think there's anybody missing that's necessarily a shocker. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I don't think Taylor necessarily goes top six, but this this is what you're going to see. Specifically in the top five, you'll see two wide receivers, It'll either be Chase Jefferson like we have in this mock or Jefferson Chase. And then you'll see some running backs go. And I think Bijan's going to end up being in that running back group pretty frequently. By the way, we got 45 seconds on the clock and we have eight picks now and no, no Travis Kelsey. Jamie, if you had no concerns about Travis Kelsey's age, when would you draft him? Uh, he's fourth overall for me. So uh, he would have already been gone. <laughs> All right. So our top eight. That's Jamie's way of saying he has no concerns. over. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, look at some point he's going to crash and burn. I don't know if it's going to be this year, but, you know, I I think you just look at they they obviously feel very confident and Kelsey's still producing at a high level. Look at their receiving core. You know, I mean, it's uh, a lot of ifs and what's and, you know, who can be this and maybe this and maybe that. You know, it's uh, it's it's Mahomes and Kelsey. They're 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 going to ride ride together again. And I, I think you can expect great production. So. Yes, age is, is obviously starting – has to be something you start to worry about, but as long as he continues to produce and dominate the position the way that he does, he's got number one overall player upside, as you've talked about, Adam. So, I, you know, top five for me for sure. Okay, so I don't think he has number one player in terms of highest scoring of the non-quarterbacks. Dominating but, position. But most valuable. Right. Most valuable, yeah. Sure. Uh, all right, so it's Chase, Jefferson, McCaffrey, Eckler, Bijan, Cup, Barkley – Tyreek Hill, and Mm. back-to-back Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. In fact, three Chiefs in a row if you want to consider Tyreek Hill, uh, which would be weird. But Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, they were teammates at one point. That's 10 picks and no Jonathan Taylor so far. Uh, Yeah, but Mahomes 10, you know what? We don't even have to analyze it. I knew that they'd go early. I didn't think they'd sneak into the first round. Let's see where the other two go. And we'll see what Christian, who picked him 10th, if I can, all right. We have team one is kneecap biters, which I think Dave named. Uh, nope. No. Okay. Nope. That is the the work of Bob Loblaw. <laughs> Bob Loblaw's law blog. Oh, Bob Loblaw, you are a mouthful. You guys don't know the show, do you? No. It's arrested. No. It's arrested development. Um. I right, see if I can. I have a second here to say who's who these managers are. All right, so we have Bob Loblaw is one. Robert Forrest is in here. He's got the second pick. Don D has a third pick. Daniel Kreitz, fourth. Jacob Fleur, uh, Fleur uh, is five. Team two is six. 
Chris Stewart is seven. Denver Carrington, very cool name, is eight. Uh, Matthew McLagan, McLagan, I don't know, is is nine. Pick ten is Christian Gavey. Adam McClure eleven, and Chris Richmond is twelve. I feel like we had a lot. This of just motivates there. me to pick people with. Wow. Difficult to say names. McLagan. So you run down this list in the future. <laughs> uh, yeah, look at this. Jalen Hurts goes 11. Josh J- we went the first round. No Jonathan Taylor. Oh, my goodness, Jamie. What is happening here? Two quarterbacks, Josh Jacobs, uh, four wide receivers, five running backs, and Travis Kelsey. What do you think? I mean, I don't think it's going to be that huge of a surprise if we start to see quarterbacks go in the first round that Taylor and, and Barkley fall out of the first round. Um you know, so I know Barkley went here, but, you know, Taylor is somebody that's clearly, you know, I don't want to say polarizing, but he, he disappointed a lot of people last season. And you look at this team and there again, a lot of ifs, you know, is Anthony Richardson going to be a, a, you know, solution to, you know, this offensive, these offensive woes that they have. And so I still think Taylor is a first round pick. I would take him ahead of Jacobs. I think you can make a case. He should go ahead of Barkley as well. Um, and maybe even Bijan. Um, but I, I think again, you know, you're going to start to see as, as we talked about, uh, when we were looking at, I think it was early round picks or I, I forget what show we did recently, but, um, that, you know, the quarterbacks going in the first round, Kelsey's going to be a first round pick. And then if it's a receiver heavy draft, which I think you're going to see a lot of, you know, Diggs will push Taylor out of the first round, you know, maybe Devonte Adams and CD lamb still push him out of the first round, you know? So it's not, I, I think something that you should be completely shocked by if he has an ADP of somewhere around 50. All right. Yeah, and then depends where the quarterbacks are going. I'm, I also have Fantasy Pros ADP pulled up here for PPR. And let's see, Mahomes. Oh, actually, Jalen Hurts is QB1 and Mahomes is QB2. They are 18 and 19 in average draft position. Josh Allen is 22. So we got two mm-hmm. quarterbacks in the first round. Here's Oh, wow. Here's a pick I really don't agree with in a full PPR league. Nick Chubb and then Jonathan Taylor. I think that's way too early for Nick Chubb. Uh, I think Chubb's going to surprise you. Not necessarily from a reception standpoint, but there's no more there's no more guy that's on that roster that's going to take him off the field like Kareem Hunt did. But Kareem Hunt really didn't take him off the field last year, and you know at least toward the end of last year. La- yeah, I, I would throw of, out everything of toward of the end of last year because they they were trying to get Deshaun Watson going ahead of Taylor though. I just can't do it. Uh, no, I'm 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 with you on that, but I, I think Nick Chubb is going to end up being one of the best second round picks that we find. If he stays healthy, he's going to be a top five running back. You know what's interesting, guys? I mean, we only have... All right, we're four picks into round two. I'll, I'll give a recap. But we only have five receivers off the board. This is... Wow. This is where I really thought the wide receivers would go. Now we're going to get a big run. But here we go. So the, the last four picks of round one were Kelsey, Mahomes, Hertz, Jacobs. Round two, this is 12 teams, full PPR, start two receivers, two wide res- two running backs and a flex. Stefan Diggs, that is wide receiver five. And then Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Tony Pollard. So that's four running backs in a row. That means we have nine running backs off the board, two quarterbacks, five wide receivers, and two quarter and Kelsey. All right, now here's Lamb. Here's where you're going to get Lamb and Adams and St. Brown right. and A.J. Brown. But should Lamb have gone ahead of Chubb, Henry, Pollard, Jonathan Taylor? Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, most of those guys, yeah, I think he should have just because of the PPR factor and the fact that he's going to be the primary target in Dallas's offense. I would have taken Pollard ahead of him, but definitely I would have taken Lamb ahead of Chubb, 
maybe ahead of Derrick Henry, probably ahead of Derrick Henry, uh, and ahead of Jacobs, too. Uh, Devontae Adams went with the seventh pick of round two. Jamie, I don't know if you saw this. I just got a notification on my phone. David Lombardi, who covers the 49ers uh, for the Athletic, I guess still plugged in on Jimmy Garoppolo. He said the Raiders' Jimmy Garoppolo had foot surgery after signing and is still recovering. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had to obviously know that there were, that, that was pending. Um, so hopefully he'll be fine come the start of training camp. But uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's not not sounding great there. Amonra St. Oh, so the next two picks are Josh Allen and Amonra St. Brown. Uh, I'm going to give you guys the this top two picks for each team, and I want to thumbs up, thumbs down. I imagine we'll get a lot of thumbs ups. Uh, I'll go from 12 to one because obviously not round two isn't done yet. So team 12, Josh Jacobs, Stefan Diggs at the turn, Jacobs and Diggs. Thumbs up. Who's going to have thumbs down for any of these players? Right. I would uh, maybe not. Maybe the team that's got That's a hell of an exercise. Jaylen, well, yeah, but all right. Thumbs. All right. Give me like a thumbs down, thumbs sideways, or thumbs up. No. Here's what you should do. Why don't you name two teams, and we'll tell you which one we like better of the two. All right. I'll just keep naming teams until you tell me which one is the best. We'll do like King of the Hill. All right. Okay. Jacobs and Diggs is team one or team 12. Team 11 is Jalen Hurts and Nick Chubb. Which do you like yeah. better? Jacobs, Jacobs and Diggs. Okay, Jacobs and Diggs or Mahomes and Taylor. Mahomes and Taylor. Yeah, I like that. Jacobs and get and Diggs. Okay, I like I like Mahomes and Taylor. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do majority rules here. Uh, Mahomes and Taylor or Kelsey and Derrick Henry. Uh, Mahomes and Taylor. Same. Yeah, agreed. Mahomes and Taylor or Tyreek Hill and Tony Pollard. Hill and Pollard. Hill and Pollard. Yeah, Hill and Pollard. All right. Hill and all right, po- now we're all back on the same page. Yeah. Hill and Pollard or Barkley and Lamb? Hill and Pollard. I think I will take Barkley and Lamb. I'll go Hill and Pollard. Uh, Hill and Pollard or the only team thus far that has two wide receivers, although that's about to change. Cup and Devontae Adams. Cup and Adams or Hill and Pollard? Hill and Pollard. Boy. Barkley and Lamb. No, Dave, no. We're on Hill and Pollard. You got voted <laughs> Hill down. Pollard. All right, Hill and Pollard or Bijan and Josh Allen? Hill and Pollard. Hill and Pollard, but the Bijan Allen team, you know, Bijan was an early pick in round one, so they're going to pick early in round three. Don't think they would have gotten Josh Allen. Right, in, right. In exactly. round three. Um, it was the fifth pick of round one. So anyway, uh, we are still on Hill and Pollard or Eckler and Amonra St. Brown. Hill and Pollard. I think Hill and Pollard. Okay, Hill and Pollard or McCaffrey and Brees Hall. Hill and Pollard. Hill and Pollard. <laughs> this is, I'm having that, a that, that team's got potential to just be a, <laughs> we like Tony uh, either Pollard. a total catastrophe or like just blow everybody else up every single week. All right, Hill and Pollard or Justin Jefferson and A.J. Brown? Jefferson and Brown. I, I think I like... I think I like Jefferson and Brown. Okay, I like Hill and Pollard, but majority rules. So Jefferson and Brown, which was team two, or Jamar Chase and Garrett Wilson? Uh, Jefferson and Brown. Yeah, same. Jefferson and Brown, congratulations, team two. You had the best first round. Going to the third round now, Mark Andrews, Najee Harris, and Jalen Waddell. What did we just play? King of the Hill, you called that? Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Fun game. Uh, so team one is Chase, Garrett Wilson, and Mark Andrews. Still no running backs there. 
Team two is Jefferson, A.J. Brown, and Najee Harris. A little earlier. Let me see where Najee Harris is going in Fantasy Pro. He's going he shouldn't 30. go ahead of Ramondre Stevenson. He's going 38th overall in Fantasy There's Pro. There's no way he should go ahead of Ramondre. Um, and then Team 3 is McCaffrey, Brees Hall, and Jalen Waddell. That's pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, I like good. that. I mean, Hall, obviously, yeah. you don't know, but... Team four is now Eckler, Amandra St. Brown, and in round three, Devontae Smith. There's Ramondre Stevenson. Okay, so what do you think about team five? Bijan Robinson, Bijan team, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, and then Ramondre Stevenson. That is no wide receivers, right? In a three, in a two, two receiver, two flex league. This is what happens when you say, "All right, I want to have Josh Allen on my team. I don't want to cross my fingers and hope he makes it back to me." I'll take him in round two, and then I'll take the best receiver in round three, but then you get up in round three, and Ramondre Stevenson's staring you in the face. That has to be what that drafter was thinking, and I I, I tend to defer to not passing up the best player staring me in the face. And I don't know who the next wide receiver off the board is. I don't think there's going to be consensus. It could be somebody like, oh, oh, you know what, Higgins. Higgins just went. That I probably would have gone Higgins, but but with all this talk that we've had all week about this third down back situation in New England, you still think Ramondre Stevenson deserves to be picked 29th overall, I believe? Yep. I wanna I wanna see it first. Yep. All right. The next two picks after Stevenson were Bengals, and it was Joe Mixon, current Bengals, and T. Higgins. So team six is really interesting. Cup Adams Mixon. You know, you wonder if this guy's a year too late. But Cup Adams Mixon, there's de- there's just like a lot of possibilities there. Then we have the Barkley team is Barkley, Lamb, and T. Higgins. I love nice. that. I love that team. Yeah, that's great. That's <clears throat> anchor RB to the fullest. And I love this next pick too, guys. Chris Olave to go with this is the Hill Pollard team, which almost won King of the Hill. Tyreek Hill, Tony Pollard, <laughs> Chris Olave. Uh, you guys share my enthusiasm on that one? Yeah, no, absolutely. Good. It, it's a great start. Another team that went two wide receivers and a running back. Jamie, what do you think about Metcalf as the next pick to the Kelsey Derrick Henry team? So that's Kelsey Henry and Metcalf, which means we've had the last three picks have been Higgins, Olave, Metcalf. I think he took Travis Kelsey and quit. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, I don't like Metcalf what? in round three. <laughs> no. Who do you take here, Surely. though? This is a tough spot in the draft. Uh, who do you take here? I think you, you know, you, ETN still staring you in the face. This Aaron is, Jones is still there. You like them better than Metcalf? Yes. You got, I maybe, like a bunch of players left better than Metcalf. Keenan Allen. Oh, whoa. That, no, that can't be right. Schaefer. Is that right? Did someone, was that Christian Watson? They took Christian Watson, Christian Watson. Okay. Sorry. We had a Deshaun. There we go. Christian Watson. Keep me on my toes. Um, yeah, you know, let me let me bring something up about ETN that I brought up on Beyond the Box Score last year. I don't know if this is exactly right. I'm doing it out of memory. I think he was, I think he had seven carries inside the five yard line, and he scored two on tw- on two of them, or maybe inside the three yard line. Tank Bigsby was five for five. Scored yep. a touchdown. I've got all this carry. stuff. Yep. I do. I wonder. I mean, and he was four picks after Devon A. Chain, who we think is going to have a role this year. So. I'm wondering if if uh, ETN's role changes and Bigsby has a has a bigger role. 
than uh, than we maybe are are anticipating right now. And and if it's not Bigsby, it could be Dearness Johnson. And I know that these guys aren't going to be fantasy superstars for you, but I, I think they want to do something to try and take a little bit of that wear and tear off of ETN. The flip side of that is I, I don't think they say, all right, we're just going to take this load off of Travis ETN and that's that. We talked about this. I, I don't I don't remember where I talked about this, but it would make so much sense for the Jaguars, especially now that they have Calvin Ridley. They should anticipate seeing a lot of zone coverage. And if that's going to be the case, then the underneath is going to be wide open for ETN. Why not get him targets close to the line of scrimmage when there aren't going to be defenders that can catch him nearby and he'll pick up a slew of yardage along the way. Now, I don't know if that's definitely going to happen, but I would think that that's the next um, evolution of ETN in Jacksonville. So we have a lot of picks here that I, I really think once you get to the middle of round three, it's not that it's not that easy. It's going to be the guys you like. I mean, we, there's going to be sort of a consensus, at least in the top 24, uh, at least at this point in the season, in the, in the draft season. Round three is interesting. Okay, Mark Andrews was the first pick. Najee Harris... Why don't you just tell me, good value or bad value? Mark Andrews at 25. Good value. Najee Harris, 26. Bad value. Jalen Waddell, 27. Amazing value. Devontae Smith, 28. Good value. Ramondre Stevenson, 29. Amazing value. Joe Mixon, 30. Potentially good value, but right now, eh. T. Higgins, 31. Great value. Chris Olave, 32. Great value. DK Metcalf, 33. Terrible value. Terrible? Is that a too strong of a word? Can we just say bad? Uh, ridiculously awful value. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christian Watson, 34. Bad value, but that might change. Mm. No, that's bad. I think that's almost as bad as Metcalf, if not worse. Right, I just, I, I just want to know who's going to get picked after this. That definitely should. I'm, I'm just, I, I'll, I'll stay what I said on, I think it was Monday show that Watson will be a third round pick by the time we get to August. Yeah, I think you influenced Christian Gaby. You made him do this, take Watson in the third round. DeAndre Hopkins, round uh, 35. Bad value. I'm good with it. Joe Burrow, 36. Given that three quarterbacks have come off the board, it's fine. Yep. All right, we got Aaron, and that's a swing pick, too. So, you know, you, you got to shoot your shot there. Aaron Jones, 37. Good value. Good. Keenan Allen. Good value. Yep. Jameer Gibbs, James Conner. Wow, James Conner. That is earliest I've seen him on Fantasy Pros. James Conner is 84th. He's RB28. He just went, I think, 40th overall. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Gibbs is fine. Conner, bad value. Um, and then Miles Sanders and then Travis Etienne. Oh my God. I love, steal. I love this team. This is Barkley, Lamb, that's not Higgins, the best team Etienne. What's that's the best, right? Not even close. <laughs> yeah. What's the second best team? Like name the players on the second best team. Um, the players on the second best team of just the first three rounds. No, nah, you can do, we got, we're three and a half in. So, well, I mean, there was the Pollard Tyreek Olave team. Oh, that's a good team. Yeah. Man. That, that was, was a good, good one. Start. Um, I, I, man, I would have really loved if uh, the Jefferson Brown manager had taken Ramondre instead of Najee Harris. That would have been my favorite one. Um, four picks in. Why do you? Uh, why before you answer that? Why do you like 
ETN a lot better, it seems anyway, maybe you don't, than Miles Sanders, who went one pick before him? Oh, youth. Uh, I, I really like what Jacksonville's doing. I like their schedule. Um, you know, so Sanders is fine. You know, I, I think Sanders in, in round four is fine, but I, I think ETN's going to build off what he did last year. Tank, Biz, Tank Bigsby doesn't scare me. Yeah. Okay. So Aaron, jo- you know what? I, I think we could see more catches from ETN to offset any rushing yeah. games, right? It makes sense. Exactly what it's I was just, it's just, right. It's just not a Doug Peterson thing, though. That's the thing you got to worry about. That's not been his MO to throw to his backs. Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen, Jameer Gibbs. Got to talk about that one, huh? Third pick. Okay, this whole run of running backs, five in a row in round four. Actually, six of seven, right? Keenan Allen was one pick, but the other seven picks were running backs, and they were Aaron Jones, Jameer Gibbs, James Conner, Miles Sanders, Travis Etienne, and David Montgomery. Dave, what do you think about that stretch there? Conner doesn't belong in the group. It's too soon on him. This is this is where Sanders belongs. This is where ETM belongs. I think Gibbs is going to end up here, uh, especially in PPR. Not PPR, he won't be up here. Um, but Montgomery's there too. I mean, it's a crazy. It, two, that feels two a little early, especially in full PPR. I'm not saying yeah, that e- pick is e- crazy. ETN so. was a steal in this round. Uh, Aaron Jones was borderline steal in this round. Gibbs is fine. Sanders is fine. Too soon on Connor. Way too soon on Montgomery. Dobbins is a steal in this round. Um, For sure. You think so? In a in a PPR? No, I just say steal. He he. This is appropriate for him. So, um, but yeah, uh, too soon on Connor. Great, unbelievable value on ETN. He's a third round pick. Yeah, you know this is a this is a cool round. They got nine running backs, three wide receivers. But I think um, maybe some names I'm not used to seeing this early. But I wasn't saying that Montgomery was a crazy pick because he might be better than Gibbs. What's crazy is having two Lions running backs drafted in the same round within five picks. That's just. One of them is not going to work. I would be surprised if they both panned out. But uh, the the final round four looks like this. Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen, Jameer Gibbs, James Conner, Miles Sanders, Travis Etienne, David Montgomery, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, and then three more running backs, Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, and Damian Pierce. How do you rank Dobbins, Swift, Pierce in PPR? It's Dobbins far and away for me, Pierce after that, and then Swift. I uh, agree. And Swift doesn't belong this early. Okay. No, but neither does Pierce. Do any running oh, backs? Think Pierce belongs here as a top 50 pick. Yeah, borderline. Do any running backs belong here? Uh, or is it just we should have gone with a different position? Is it Dobbins it, easily? Uh, sorry, Dobbins sorry. Is, After Dobbins was taken, Swift and Pierce were taken. You guys don't necessarily think they belong at forty-seven and forty-eight overall. Are there other running backs that should have been taken ahead of them, or is it just we should have pivoted to a different position? Pivoted to a different position. Okay, probably so. And then we did with three quarterbacks in the next four picks. By the way, still we're into we're into round five. We're now fifty-two picks in, and only two tight ends are off the board. Kelsey at 9, and Andrews at 25. So in round 5, we have Lamar Jackson as QB5, Justin Herbert as QB6, and Justin Fields as QB7. We also have Terry McLaurin and Drake London. Those are the first five picks of round 5. After round 5, Dave, maybe we can press pause and we can uh, go through every team's first five picks. Let's do that. It's a good idea. All right, so quarterback run here. I don't even know. There's one running back that I think everybody's been waiting to hear the name of who hasn't been picked yet, and we're 54 picks in. And he just went, and it's Ken Walker. Mm. 54th overall. 
about the right spot for him. It's probably going to end up being where he goes. I'm still interested in him in round four. Too soon. See some of the best players available. We've got. I will just. I'll use Heath's rankings since Ugh, he's that the, team's. Ugh. You're not. You're not looking at Heath's rankings, are you? We still have uh, Debo Samuel, DJ Moore. He just went. Um, Rashad White, Christian Kirk, TJ Hawkinson, Javante Williams. Now, that's an interesting one with the recent report that he might be ready for training camp. Dallas Goddard, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, Traylon Burks, Deontay Johnson. Not a lot of love for Jerry Judy, but he's on. He's down on the list. Um, don't know if we'll see a quarterback in the next... Oh, whoa, never mind. <laughs> Anthony Richardson just went. So, Ooh. So that's the fourth Ahead quarterback. Of Trevor Lawrence. Now. All right. Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, McLaurin, Justin Fields, Drake London, Ken Walker, DJ Moore, Anthony Richardson. Jamie, which team made you lose your lunch? Uh, that that three-round run of, and again, it could change depending on what happens, but of Mixon, Montgomery, and uh, Walker. That is team six. They went Cooper Cup in round one, Devontae Adams in round two, Joe Mixon, David Montgomery, and Ken Walker. Uh, they have a good chance of winning the 2022 championship, even with the yeah, cup do. injury. <laughs> but that is to say there's there's justification for these picks. I mean, if, if Joe Mixon stays with the Bengals, where do you think he ends up? Because he went about 30th. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, Mixon could end up being back in, in the third round, which which will be fine. But, you know, Montgomery ahead of Dobbins, for example, and then Ken Walker is fine there, I guess. But, you know, just that 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 trio of backs is just kind of disgusting. DJ Moore just went ahead of Debo Samuel. Um, then Anthony Richardson, Chris Godwin was the next pick. Javante Williams. Uh, and then TJ Hawkinson is tight end three. Finally. Mm. We have one more pick to go in round five. And let's see who it's going to be. 35 seconds left to, pick, left to pick. Then we'll take a break. Actually, we should take a commercial break too. And when we come back, we will uh, recap the first five rounds and look at all the teams. We, we could think King of the Hill might be a little bit too complicated, but we'll, uh, we'll grade all the teams through five rounds. If we could just get a pick from Chris Richmond. And he made his pick. Did he make his pick? No. You, not that I see. Okay. How you guys doing? You got big Memorial Day plans? No show on Monday, by the way. You gonna tear it up? Tear up the town? My wife's birthday is this weekend, so yeah, happy birthday. That's great. My daughter's birthday is this weekend. Happy right. birthday! Big weekend, big weekend for us. Yeah, so no show Memorial Day. Dynasty on Tuesday, Wednesday. We're back with the best and worst draft values based on early ADP. And then uh, Thursday, I think you're going to hear, hear Beyond the Box score. We're going to be ramping up our programming. Uh, really, we this whole thing went off without a without a hitch until just now. Uh, are we keeping that pick, Dave? We're keeping it. Okay, we're keeping it. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, here are the first five picks for all 12 of our listeners. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, folks, let's take a look at this PPR league with a quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, tight end, two flex. And here we go. Round uh, Team one, the kneecap biters. Jamar Chase, Garrett Wilson, Mark Andrews, Damian Pierce, Lamar Jackson. Yay or nay? It's good. It's not going to be the best team, but they, they've, they're, they're trying to dominate at every position other than running back. That's not a problem that I've got. And Pierce could end up being pretty good. I just don't love him as your RB1. This is a B. I'll say B+. Plus. Team two, Jefferson, A.J. Brown. Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, and Justin Herbert. Me. I I hate how he went after Jefferson and Brown. He could have had Ramondre Stevenson in round three. He could have had Pierce in round four. He could have had Justin Fields in round five. He would have had maybe the best team in the draft. Okay. This team is, this, three. This feels more like it, it's probably a B just on the strength of Jefferson and Brown alone. But I I really do not like DeAndre Swift in round four. Team three, Whiskey Barrel, Christian McCaffrey, Brees Hall, Jalen Waddell, uh, J.K. Dobbins, Terry McLaurin. Hmm. Uh, B plus. It's an A and half PPR. I, non PPR. Wish he had. A, I wish he had gone with a little more upside than McLaurin there, like a London, London or more. London Moore Godwin. Any of those next three. And Brees Hall in round two mm, right now is tough. Um, okay, next team four. Eckler, Amonra St. Brown, Devontae Smith, Calvin Ridley, Justin Fields. I like this yeah, team. Yeah, I like this team. It's solid. A minus. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd put it at A minus for sure. Team and five. Of all the teams that we've talked about, that's the one that I would want. Yes, that's right. I would pick that team over a team with three running backs through five rounds. <laughs> Yeah, this one only has one, but it's Eckler. Uh, team five, Bijan, Josh Allen, Ramondre Stevenson, Amari Cooper, Drake London. Um, I like it. I did too. I, I'm I do too. A minus. Is that right in there? I'll right? say B, B, A minus. I just, I just don't like the quarterback so early, so I'll say B plus. He was the third I'll, quarterback. I'll give him an A minus, and I think he's got the right receivers for full PPR. And that the fact that he got Cooper in London after he splurged on Stevenson falling to him in round three. I think that that's a good result. I don't know about London being a good, the best in PPR though, because I have a hard time. If there's one area that I really struggle with, with London, seeing him excel, it's catches. I don't know if you feel the same way. No, I think the target share is still going to be pretty good. I, I think I would have taken DJ Moore ahead of Drake London. All right, but, let's go uh, to our next team. That's it. Team six, Cup, Adams, Mixon, Montgomery, Ken Walker. Jamie does like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's better than... Ugh. All 
All right, Team Seven. Well, I mean, look again. You know, Mixon's a wild card right now. So yeah. you know, the, the every day that passes, every week that passes, and he's still the running back one for Cincinnati. This is a perfect spot for him, and might be a little under value for him. You know, based on what he he could be. So that that kind of is just the the kind of the swing for me because I I think you know getting Cup in the middle of round one is fine. Obviously, getting Adams in the middle of round two is still going to be very good value if he's healthy and has some semblance of a quarterback, as we saw with. Um, what was it, Stidham last year? Uh, you know, so I, I, I think you look at Montgomery round four to me is a little too soon, especially knowing that, you know, Dobbins and Pierce went after him. And then to get Ken Walker in round five is fine, but, you know, that's – maybe it's just the Montgomery pick that makes me a little upset. Okay. So yeah, maybe maybe, maybe C, C is a little unfair, so I'll say B-. minus. There we what go. What if he had taken – what if he had taken Mixon in three, Calvin Ridley in round four? Or just just Ridley over Montgomery. Yes. Totally I'd right. like that. Or alternatively, Mixon in round three, J.K. Dobbins in round four, DJ Moore in round five. Yeah. I'd love it. I'd love it. But he didn't do that. He, he took Montgomery too early. But I think he got Walker a little too late. We'll disagree on that one, James. All right, here we go. Uh, Barkley, that's team seven. Barkley, La- oh, love this team. Barkley, is, yeah. Lamb, Higgins, ETN, DJ Moore. Good. We like it's it. It's an A. It's an yeah. A. Yeah. And no, ETN's amazing, amazing in round four. No quarterback or tight end yet, but every pick seems like really good value or, or at least normal value. So, Dave, do you like the Barkley, Lamb, Higgins, ETN, DJ Moore team or the Eckler, St. Brown, Devontae Smith, Barkley. Ridley Fields? Okay. Yeah, and I listen, I love those receivers too, but I just I think he got great value on Higgins and ETN and honestly DJ Moore as well. Team eight, Tyreek Hill, Tony Pollard, Chris Olave, Miles Sanders, Anthony Richardson. Ooh. A minus. Yeah. I, I you, we're betting on Anthony Richardson being even 75% of what our expectations are. But I, I really like those first three picks. I'm good with Sanders in round four. Could he have taken a receiver or a tight end in round five and then got Richardson in round six? I say yes. So I think he reached on Richardson. This is the highest well, we've it, seen it, him go at all. That, that, that is a great point because you look at three managers after him already had quarterbacks. And so, mm-hmm. you know, he's just banking mm-hmm. on, you know, and, and, and a great way to play it obviously is, okay, if I get Richardson, fantastic if that's the guy I'm targeting. If I miss on him and I still want to go quarterback, there's Trevor Lawrence just sitting there. So that's probably the right move to go. You know, and this is why we always say play the board. You know, yeah. so if you got an opportunity to see, okay, what's happened after me, knowing that what's coming up next. And even you know, if he wanted to go tight end as well, you can gamble because two managers take have taken tight ends as well. You know, so he could have easily decided, or you know, the, the manager could have decided, let me just kind of play this out, you know, based on maybe another position. And if I want to go quarterback or tight end, the odds are in my favor. It's a great point. All right, the next team is Team 9, Travis Kelsey, Derrick Henry, uh, DK Metcalf, James Conner, and Chris Godwin. Mm. Yeah. B minus? It it feels like a B minus, but this is also exactly the type of team that could end up being in the championship game because we've seen Henry just defy logic. This will be like the third year in a row if he does it. Kelsey's awesome. Everybody knows what that is. Um, Connor, we always write off, and he always steps up. And we're we're kind of writing off Godwin because of the quarterback change and the whole offense change in Tampa. 
All right, just give me grades for the last three teams. Team 10, Mahomes, Jonathan Taylor, Christian Watson, Jameer Gibbs, and Javante Williams. Three running backs in his first five picks. C. That's a B. Team 11, Jalen Hurts, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, and TJ Hawkinson. I mean, if you told me that he flip-flopped Hopkins and Allen, I would think that's the right way to go. Um, I'll say B. Same. And the last team, Team 12, Jacobs and Diggs, Joe Burrow, Aaron Jones, and 60th overall, Alvin, Alvin Kamara. B. I'll go B+. Plus. Yeah, I like this team. Uh, with a huge wild card in Kamara, but I think the first four picks are so solid. Jacobs, Diggs, Burrow, Aaron Jones. Agreed. That you can take yeah. that gamble. Sure. All right, let's uh, let's resume it, Dave. Let's get we are on the clock. All right, want to thank everybody for being here today, and uh, if you you know watch it on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Fantasy Football Today. If you are on YouTube right now or whenever, please hit the like button. We'd really appreciate that. Um, promotions, I guess. Uh, make sure you check out all of our podcasts. Go to CBSSports.com/slash podcasts. Get a whole list, right? We got fantasy baseball today, as you know, but we have combat sports. Uh, we've got. Um, honestly, everything we have I, it's soccer. We've got, you know, what's some of the headliners uh, that I'm missing here? Fantasy football today in five. Fantasy baseball today in five. But for all of that entire list, go to cbssports.com/podcasts. All right, the Jacobs, Diggs, Burrow, Jones, Camara team just took Kyle Pitts, and now here's Debo Samuel. A little later than I thought, maybe Dave uh, for Debo into round six. Let me tell you his ADP. On fantasy pros, it's 33rd overall. So that's a huge drop. Uh, what do you think? I've got him as a round five pick. Uh, we laid out on the lowest floor episode this week why I'm not as excited about Debo Samuel. I think he does. I, I think this is a slip. I think getting him in round six is pretty good. And more importantly, for Fields Forever, he's he's taken Hertz and then he anchored Chubb at running back. Three receivers and a tight end after that. And Debo is his wide receiver three. That's really good. So I, I think that that's a good value pick. I might have taken Judy ahead of Debo, though. So for those of you who are thinking I'm going to go Hero RB, which is what Team 4 has done, Eckler and then St. Brown, Devontae Smith, right. Ridley, Justin Fields, and what Team 11 has done with Hertz, Chubb, Hopkins, Keenan Allen, TJ Hawkinson, and now Debo Samuel, let's take a look at the running backs who are still left. And the highest ones in Heath rank, Heath's rankings, Jamie, well, since I'm throwing it to Jamie, I might as well use your rankings. Uh, Cam Akers, Dalvin Cook, Pacheco, Alexander Madison, Samaj Pirine, Khalil Herbert. Are these guys uh, acceptable RB2s? If you went hero RB, how many of them are guys you'd feel good about as your RB2? What's the list again? Cam Akers, who else? Dalvin Cook, Pacheco, Madison, Pirine, Khalil Herbert, James Cook. A.J. Dillon, Brian Robinson. I mean, Akers is easy, you know, just given what he showed at the end of last season. The other guys are clearly not, you know, Dalvin Cook dependent, but, you know, those other guys for the most part are, are guys you would not love to have as your, you know, number one, number two type running backs, but clearly they they, they could, you know, if Javante Williams isn't ready, P. Ryan's going to be, you know, somewhat solid. And, you know, again, Dalvin Cook, if he stays with Minnesota or if he goes someplace else, could still be solid. But, yeah, I, I mean, that's why they're in this range for a reason. And I one name I didn't say was Rashad White, and he was just drafted. 
So is he great value? Yeah, he, is he more or less on par with Cam Akers? Yeah, and I think he's in PPR. He's better than Ken Walker at this point. Uh, we did have an auto pick of Kirk Cousins. Let me recap. Yeah, well, the guy who just got Trevor Lawrence got really lucky. We'll mm. keep that pick. Auto picks happen, right? All right, let's let's talk round six here. Pitts, Debo Samuel, Jerry Judy, Kirk Cousins, uh, George Kittle, Rashad White, Trevor Lawrence, Kadarius Tony, Cam Akers. Uh, we we mentioned the team that did not take a wide receiver in the first three rounds. This was team five. Bijan Robinson, Josh Allen, Ramondre Stevenson. Dave, how did this team do in rounds four, five, six, going Amari Cooper, Drake London, Kadarius Tony? I like it as long as they don't commit to Tony as the full season wide receiver three. I'd like to see who the next receiver they take is. But I, I think Cooper and London is is a good combo if you don't take a wide receiver with your first three picks. Would you have taken Christian Kirk over Kadarius Tony? I would have. Deontay Johnson? Billion percent. <laughs> These uh, are high percentages. Let's see how, how high JB's numbers can get. Michael Pittman. I would have also taken Jordan Addison ahead of Kadarius Tony. Oh, wow. And not me. Uh, all right. After Tony was Cam Akers, Dallas Goddard as tight end six, Marquise Brown. So Goddard after Kittle. Wow. I would have taken Goddard first. Me too. Or no, I would have taken Kittle first. Kittle with, uh, with everybody there is going to struggle. We talked about that this week. There's a chance of it, but I, I think Purdy's got a tendency to lean on the tight end. Well, I mean, he leaned on him when there was nobody else there. <laughs> I think he's going to lean on him when everybody's there. Yeah, we'll find out. I don't think so. Yeah, we really don't know, but like I said yesterday. I mean, we saw it in the games when Debo was healthy. He didn't lean on him. He didn't. He really only, he, in fact, Kittle was the, the worst of the group. Yes. But, but I, I, have done, bomb, yeah. I have done that exercise before with this specific team. Where, oh, these were the five games that Ayuk, Kittle, and Debo all played last year, and and he, and Kittle dominated the targets. I, that was the case like two years ago, and it and it changed dramatically the year after, I think. So, Well, because quarterbacks have changed. No, you those know. are two Garoppolo years, I believe. But maybe not. Honestly, I don't remember. But you're, you're right. And McCaffrey wasn't part of the mix either. Uh, I just want to say that when we do that research, it's, it's, it's important just don't take it as this is definitely going to be the same. Now. Well, I mean, it, it, it's an easy team to look at because you also have the situation of those guys have a hard time all staying healthy at the same time. You know, I mean, it's it's been running back roulette. It's been Debo's missed time aside from his contract year. Ayuka's, you know, doghouse, not doghouse. Kittle's missed time as well. And so the thing that scares me about all of this is, is that you have a very, very crowded group of guys and a quarterback coming off elbow surgery. You know, so it's just, it feels very, very risky with everybody but McCaffrey because you know he's going to get his touches in a different way. And yeah. so if if you're saying, okay, this guy because of this, however you want to, you know, split it. Kittle did great. Okay, well, Kittle did great when Debo wasn't there, and now Kittle's going to do great with, with Debo back, and Debo's still going to be great, and then Ayuka's going to have big numbers, and then it's all going to work together, and they're going to be fantastic with a guy coming mm-hmm. off elbow surgery. To me, I'm almost out on all of them aside from McCaffrey, you know, so I think the value for Debo Samuel here is great. I think Kittle in this round is fine, but I would have taken uh, Goddard over him. And I like Waller better than him because I think those guys are going to get more targets and just as many opportunities to be successful. And so Kittle to me, I'm not drafting ahead of those other tight ends. I'm going to wait on Debo in this spot. I'm going to wait on Ayuk uh, to the right value. But uh, these are not guys that I'm looking at and saying, because Purdy and, and Kittle were great last year, 
okay, I don't care. Uh, Debo wasn't there for half that time, and and now he's hurt. And you just, but just to recap, you are okay with Samuel in round six. Love Samuel in round six. Yeah, yes. I, I think the pick. problem with Samuel is when he's in the round three, four conversation. Right. You know? So uh, at this point in the draft, it's 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 larceny. You know, for what he could be. You know, so you know you just have to understand <laughs> he's not going to get as many carries as he did two years ago. We saw that last year. He's going to struggle for targets because everybody, if they're healthy. Um, but he's still a very, very productive player in an offense that should be productive. It's just, again, is, is the quarterback going to be healthy enough to support all these guys? And I don't know if that's the case. I love your vocab today, Jamie. Very provocative stuff. Uh, larceny. All right, so let's read just one more time. I'll give you round six. I know it's not easy if you're just listening. Pitts, Debo, Judy, Cousins, Kirk Cousins, auto pick, George Kittle, Rashad White, Trevor Lawrence, Kadarius Toney, Cam Akers, Dallas Goddard, Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson. We are almost done with round seven. Isaiah Pacheco is the second running back that the kneecap biters, team one, took. They took Damian Pearson round four and Isaiah Pacheco in round seven. Alexander Madison, Samaje Pirine. I don't even... At this point, at this point on May twenty sixth, fifth, whatever it is, twenty fifth, you do you go with Madison and Pirine, or do you go with Pacheco? They're in such different situations, and they're so close together. I think it just comes down to: Do you want the running back that is already locked into the starting job for his team, and it's a really good offense, or do you want the running back that you think is going to get locked into the starting job? And I think you just have to lean toward Pacheco just because he's already got it at this point. And the reality is that if Dalvin Cook moves on from Minnesota, Madison, if assuming they don't add anybody else at running back, Madison's going to be taken a lot higher than this. Madison will be around four pick at worst. Mm-hmm. And if Javante Williams is on the pup list or has negative reports in training camp, P. Ryan's going to be probably around five pick. So, you know, those two guys are, are, are definite wild cards. I do think it's worth keeping an eye on Pacheco is coming off. I think he had two small surgeries that is keeping him out of OTAs. Definitely one. And you're getting for what it's worth, best shave of his life reports yeah. on Clyde Edwards, Hilaire and doing some things in camp. And I, I, and I know Clyde has obviously, you know, had his flaws and certainly was not worth the draft capital the chief spent on him, but he is still a first round pick and Pacheco is a seventh round pick. And, you know, for, for whatever the chiefs are going to do, if this is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire contract year motivating performance, I don't know if he's going to just completely disappear. And they've always, you know, rotated guys. Remember, they tried to resurrect Le'Veon Bell. They've tried to bring in guys that have, you know, we thought were done even and, and force-fed them touches. I don't know if we should automatically anoint Pacheco as just being safe. You know, even though it, it, it appears that that should be the case, I just don't know if that will be the case with McKinnon back and still Clyde on the roster. I wouldn't be surprised if I had zero shares of of uh, Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, I'm probably the lowest guy on him if I had to guess, but I just have sure. almost no interest. This team is just bad for running backs, and they have not had a top 20 running back on a per-game basis. They haven't had a top, maybe it's full season, but I think it's per-game, uh, since Kareem Hunt. So it's just, you know, you can like these guys year after year. He And the, the thing about Pacheco is even when he was really good last year, he wasn't really that good for fantasy. He, I think he was somewhere right. around RB20 yeah. during his best stretch. So, it, you know, if he's not going to catch passes, I really don't think he's going to catch that many. I know he had that one playoff game. 
but I don't think it's going to be a huge part of his game. You know they're so tricky when they get near the goal line. I, I don't see a high I don't see a high ceiling for Pacheco. I guess no. the, 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 the counter to that would be, though, is we've seen how players in this offense go from year one to year two, unless you're just an absolute superstar. And so now full season, full offseason, you know, again, taking into account the injuries. But this is also, on paper, the worst receiving core the Chiefs ever had. You know, so will they incorporate more work in the passing game to their backs, him included? You know, so it, it's it's a little bit of a wild card. Um I, I, but I, I tend to agree with you. But I think at this point, especially the the roster build here, you know, when you're looking for upside. Now, yes, you can clearly argue that if Madison is a starter in, in Minnesota, why not take a chance on that? If if P Ryan's going to get, you know, maybe a, a five or six game window being the guy there in Denver, take a chance on that over Pacheco. But to Dave, you know, to his to his answer earlier, if you're just looking at okay, what what's going to make my team a little bit more safe? Probably the best floor. Pacheco probably has the best floor comparatively to Madison and, and P. Ryan right now. Well, you know, I'm sorry. We're missing so many picks, but this does bring up a really interesting thought, right? Like I, I, I totally get the idea of taking Pacheco. I, I don't think Pacheco is going to be garbage or anything like that. I, I just don't see a high ceiling. But if you're playing the, uh, the hero RB game and you want him to be your RB2 in round seven, I think that's justifiable. It was the first pick of round seven for what it's worth. But this manager... What, what I don't like about it is that his two running backs are Damian Pierce and Isaiah Pacheco, right? If he had Eckler right. or something or McCaffrey, anchoring as an anchor RB would be one thing. But he went with Chase. Now, let's say he went with Jefferson instead because Jefferson and Chase in Fantasy Pros PPR, they are the top two picks in ADP. Um, look, at, look at his options in round two. At the end of round two, Garrett Wilson, Mark Andrews, Najee Harris, Ramondre. Ramondre was there. I mean, I think people are going to be scared off of him because of the third down thing, but Jalen Waddle, I think the wide receivers were better than the running backs there. So, Well, I, I think the problem is, and we've illustrated this, this is the pitfall when you take a quarterback and a tight end in your first five picks, you know, so you, especially if you don't take a running back, you know, so you're yeah. getting slim pickings at those spots. The hope would be, and clearly he has two of the best, is that they dominate their position. So if Andrews is the stud that he's typically been, and Lamar Jackson can bounce back to be the stud that he is, especially knowing that you're going to get some of those big weeks between the two of them, I, I think his team should be in good shape and not necessarily have to rely on his running backs. Now, the question will become, you know, especially in a league where you're starting to flex, is what's he going to do starting now that he's on the clock from this point forward at that position? Because you know you would hope that with Deontay Johnson as his third receiver, he's somewhat in great shape there. So... I would be throwing capital at, at at running back here a little bit. And he took Juju Smith-Schuster and Antonio Gibson at the 8-9 turn. We're about two rounds behind. What my point I was try- was going to make, though, is that if you're a guy or a girl who believes in the hero RB strategy and you think that's taking a stud running back in the first two rounds, I don't know that the first overall pick is for you unless you're okay taking McCaffrey or Eckler or whoever. But if you're going to go with Jefferson or Chase with the first pick and you and you're coming back you're not picking until 20 24 or 23 you might not love your running back options at that point so just be aware of that that your strategy you say all right I'm going to go hero RB in round 1 though I'm taking Justin Jefferson I'm going to get my stud RB in round 2 it may not be available to you so right it just That's something to be exactly what happened in this draft all right let's take a break and when we come back we will catch up we are into round 9 we went off on a little bit of a tangent, hopefully a good one. We will tell you round seven and eight after this. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Isaiah Pacheco was the first pick of round seven. Let's talk for 30 minutes about that. Now, Madison Pirine, Jahan Dotson, and that is two full rounds after Terry McLaurin. Uh, Dar- Darren Waller, Dalvin Cook, Christian Kirk, Tyler Lockett, Mike Williams, Mike Evans, Jamal Williams, and Michael Pittman. I'm going to give you that round one more time. You guys can tell me best and worst picks. Pacheco, Madison, Pirine, Dotson, Waller, Dalvin Cook, Christian Kirk, Tyler Lockett, Mike Williams, Mike Evans, Jamal Williams, Michael Pittman. Jamal Williams is the worst pick in this round. I'd agree. And that was the end of round seven, second to last pick in round seven. So that's what, 73? Best pick in this round? I mean, clearly it would be Dalvin Cook if he stays in Minnesota. Um, Mm. He might be the best pick in this round even if he doesn't stay in Minnesota. I mean, sure, if he goes to a team that's going to give him featured down work, but I don't know where that would be. Um, Best pick? Jamal Williams was pick 83, sorry, not 73. Um, Best pick for me would be Kirk. Okay, let's go to round eight. Brian Robinson, Jamison Williams, who Dan Campbell said is miles ahead or light years ahead of where he was last year. Did he bet on that? George Pickens, I get it. Jordan Addison, Brandon Cooks, James Cook, Evan Ingram, Damian Harris, Traylon Burks, Brandon Ayuk, Chig Okonkwo, Juju Smith-Schuster. So again, round eight is Brian Robinson, Jamison Williams, George Pickens, Jordan Addison, Brandon Cooks, James Cook, Evan Ingram, Damian Harris, Traylon Burks, Brandon Ayuk, Chigo Conquo, and Juju Smith-Schuster. My favorite pick in the round is Pickens. Second-year receiver. Uh, has upside to take an uptick in targets and, and catches. Uh, he was already good at scoring last year for Pittsburgh. I think the Steelers' offense, as far as passing, is a lot better than it was last year, which isn't saying much because how many touchdowns did Pickett end up throwing? Like eight. It was single digits, I'm almost positive. And so I think Pickens can pick it up. I think he's a breakout candidate. But <laughs> It's been a long show, you know? Give him a break. He's missing so much time. Uh, okay. <laughs> the internet did not like what Speaking I had Speaking of missing so much time. Uh, I like Traylon Burks in this round, too. Okay. 
Yeah. I like Addison. I like the wide receivers in this round in general. I don't know about Jamison Williams. You got to put him on your bench for six weeks, taking him in round eight. Uh, but Pickens, Addison, Brandon Cooks, Traylon Burks, Brandon Ayuk, Juju Smith-Schuster with the last pick of round eight. I think that's pretty strong. I don't think Chico Conquo should be in the eighth round. I agree. Uh, a little too soon. Round nine, Antonio Gibson, Jeff Wilson, Jacoby Myers, Khalil Herbert, Jonathan Mingo, interesting, Michael Thomas. We're right around pick 100 now. Devon A-Chain. Zach Charbonnet. Now, the Ken Walker manager had a chance here to take Zach Charbonnet, but did not. Took Michael Thomas instead. So, A-Chain, Charbonnet, Rashad Penny, um, Pat Fryermuth, Cortland Sutton, A.J. Dillon. We've got Gibson, Gibson, Jeff Wilson, Jacoby Myers, Khalil Herbert, Jonathan Mingo, Michael Thomas, Devon A-Chain, Zach Charbonnet, Rashad Penny, Pat Fryermuth, Cortland Sutton, and you said, Jamie, A.J. Dillon, last pick of round nine, 108th overall. That's a steal? Yeah, absolutely. Any other steals in this round? What do you think about two Dolphins running backs here? Jeff Wilson with the second pick of round nine, Devon A-Chain with the seventh pick. I mean, I think at this point you should be taking a chance on A-Chain over Jeff Wilson just to see what he can become. And there were some you know, positive reports at OTAs about A-Chain, but again, you know, shorts and T-shirts, and he's going to look fast against those guys regardless. But I think for the Dolphins' backfield, to me, I'm going to look to probably get the last one if I want to get a piece of it because Mostert's not going anywhere despite the fact that he's 31. Wilson's not going anywhere. He's going to be a part of this, barring a trade, clearly. But um, I, I think we're going to get, if they're all healthy, uh, a very muddled situation because I don't think A-Chain's going to dominate touches. I don't think the other two guys are going to dominate touches. I think they'll just mix and match. And if one guy gets hot, maybe that carries over to the next week. But uh, for, for me, like to take Wilson ahead of a chain, I think that's something that's a little bit of a reach just because I think public is going to push down those other two guys, knowing that they added a younger player with a lot of speed, even though he's small. I would have taken Dylan over both of them. Yeah. hundred percent. I would have taken, uh, I'm pretty high on a chain. I think he's got a chance to really be explosive if, if he can get a foothold in that offense. I don't know you can make at this case point. For some of the other players, like Penny, as someone that can just get you off to a hot start, if if he's healthy, week one, two, three for Philadelphia, mm-hmm. like he should be able to put up some big games, and then whatever you get after that is kind of like a bonus for Penny if you draft him like that. If there are injuries to the starter, you know who's got the most upside in this group of running backs? Because there's some serious upside here. These are terrific. Herbert. Well, her, you Herbert say, is the I starter. Dylan. We should have been talking about him. Well, there's Dylan. I think Dylan has more upside if Aaron Jones gets hurt. A thousand percent. I don't know about a thousand percent because Herbert's pretty damn good himself. But and then you and then Charbonnet might be the answer too. But if if Herbert is going to be the guy there, I mean, it could be Rashawn Johnson. It could be De- you know Deontay Foreman for all we know. No, I'm saying let's say Foreman gets hurt. Oh, if there's just complete injuries for everybody, not Rashawn Johnson. But let's say one other person in the backfield See? gets hurt. So if if that's the oh, argument, I would take Dylan still because there's only yeah. two guys there. Yeah, Charbonnet also though. I mean, Charbonnet might win the job. So who who'd you take first, Charbonnet or Dylan? I would still take Dylan right now, but you know, I would too. That, that might change. I think you're looking at two teams in Seattle and Chicago that want to use multiple running backs. Look, Green Bay wants to as well. They do, but I think we've seen enough time that if Jones misses. A game they don't mind leaning on Dylan. Yeah, 
All right, let's go to round 10. We are now, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 tight ends in. So we have three tight ends off the board, tight ends 11, 12, and 13. Dalton Schultz now with Houston. And the reason I don't like this pick is this manager already has Kyle Pitts. I'm probably not taking, and you only have two wide receivers, so I'm not taking a second tight end when I only have two wide receivers. Real two quick. managers did it. But again, you're playing two flexes, though, so if that's your best flex. Yeah, maybe. The best wide receivers are not great. Um, maybe, but you know, Elijah Moore, Quentin Johnston, Odell Beckham, Adam Thielen, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Wandale Robinson, and some others. Okay, anyway, sorry. Uh, keep going here. Dalton Schultz, Irv Smith to the TJ Hawkinson manager, uh, Romeo Dobbs, Gabe Davis. I still love that pick, that, that pick right there. I, I don't think Cade really changes much for Davis, right? No, not at all. Okay. Gabe Davis in round 10. I'm going to check his ADP real quick. I think he could for Davis. Wow. 79. So round 10 is great. No, there's no question that the value is good. But I think he's just going to be as inconsistent as ever now. Uh, Elijah Mitchell. David Njoku. I'm Ron Burgundy. I said Mitchell. That was weird. Nico Collins. Jarek McKinnon, Zay Flowers. Is he the first rookie wide receiver selected? No, you just said no, Addison, two rounds early. Oh, yeah, Derp. Sorry. Um, Lazard, uh, Sky Moore, Rashad Bateman. So round 10 has just two running backs, Elijah Mitchell and Jarek McKinnon. Can you guys imagine Jarek McKinnon having a stretch like he had last year. I mean, not exactly. We scored in like seven straight games, set a running back record, whatever it was, a receiving touchdown. Um, but do you think he's going to be fantasy relevant, Jarek McKinnon? Yeah. I think there'll be a five-game stretch, maybe not five in a row, but I think there'll be a five-game stretch of him being the best running back in Kansas City. Okay, so Dalton Schultz, Irv Smith, Romeo Dobbs, Gabe Davis, Elijah Mitchell, David Njoku, Nico Collins, Jarek McKinnon, Zay Flowers, Alan Lazard, Sky Moore, and Rashad Bateman. Of those last four wide receivers, Flowers, Lazard, Sky Moore, Rashad Bateman, who are your top two, Dave? I think as I have it ranked right now, it's it's Flowers and Sky Moore. But I like what I'm hearing out of Baltimore about Bateman. And uh, I, I can't argue with the vo- with the value, I should say with Bateman here. And we could be really looking in the very near future of Bateman overtaking Flowers in everybody's rankings. Jamie, who are your top two? Flowers, Lazard, Sky Moore, Bateman? Uh, Moore and Flowers. Okay. And by the way, I don't know if you guys want to react to it, but Lamar Jackson said yesterday, they said, what do you expect in the offense? He said, less running, more passing. Mm -hmm. That's great for him. <laughs> I believe for him. I believe it actually. Uh, this, this is not the first time this has been said by Lamar Jackson. Well, is he saying less running for him or less running for the team? For because him. Because I would less running him. for him. See, I don't know if that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be less running for the team. It's like I I know it's it instincts take over and he's just going to scramble, you know. But it is a new coordinator, so and then you don't you know. Well, you don't I mean, look, like I, I don't I don't think we need to see more design runs for him for him to still be successful because like you said, Adam instincts take over. So the more times he's dropping back, I think that's more just him making plays. 
Yeah. All right, uh, let's go to round 11. This will probably be our last round. Deontay Foreman, Rashawn Johnson, getting that Bears backfield, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. And team three, I should mention, they have McCaffrey, Brees Hall, Jalen Waddell, still no quarterback for this team. Jalen Waddell, J.K. Dobbins, Terry McLaurin, Dallas Goddard, Samaj P. Ryan, and then the last four picks for this team have been wide receivers. Ayuk in round eight, Jacoby Myers in round nine, Alan Lazard in round 10, Jackson Smith and Jigba in round 11. Raheem Mostert, there he is. So this is two rounds after Wilson and A-Chain. Raheem Mostert goes. Josh Downs, Odell Beckham, Quentin Johnston, Adam Thielen. Four picks left. You guys have any takeaways from this draft? No, I think we learned what a team would look like <laughs> if you um, you go quarterback early and then you follow it up with one running back and then you go pass catchers after that. Your second running back isn't going to be particularly great. It makes me it makes me reconsider the idea of how heavy I need to go on pass catchers if I'm going to take a quarterback super early on. And that's what the team fields forever in the 11 slot. Hertz, Chubb, Hopkins, Keenan Allen, Hawkinson, Debo. We really like that start, but then he took Jamal Williams in round seven. Yeah. And it's just, it's a tough pick. I, I don't really like that one. Uh, don't really like any of his picks after Debo, actually. But, you know, again, I, I know I didn't like the Jamal Williams pick either, but we get, you know, a month from now and Alvin Kamara suspended for six games. Jamal Williams is going to go probably sooner than this. I just don't know how you take Nick Chubb in round two, Jamal Williams in round seven, and now we're into round 10. We're, well, he, we're in round 11. That team is into round two, and you still only have two running backs. Like, taking A.J. Dillon, for example, would have been a very good pick for that manager. So it's just it's a little bit too light on running backs. You haven't given yourself enough shots. And as I look at round nine, round nine is an awesome round for running backs. Like Some of them are going to be terrible, but look at the potential in this round. Antonio Gibson, I, I mean, I don't really see that, but Jeff Wilson, Khalil Herbert, Devon A-Chain, Zach Charbonnet, Rashad Penny, A.J. Dillon. I feel like you really need to live in this range if you're going to be light on running backs early in your draft. You, you should have one of these types of players, if not two. Um, yep. You know, after that, it's, it's more of the pure handcuffs. So you like should have taken probably one of those over Jamal Williams in that spot. Okay, our last four picks are Devin Singletary, Israel Abanacanda. Wonder if the Brees Hall manager should have taken Israel Abanacanda. Uh, Tyler Algier. Wonder if the Bijan Robinson manager should have taken Tyler Algier. And John Mechie to finish off round 11. All right, the draft is still going, but that is it for us. Uh, I want to thank all 12 of our listeners. I know a lot of people wanted to be in this. Dave has a huge list of people who have inquired. Dave, thank you for putting this together. Sure. You guys, good stuff. How about those Panthers, huh? Yeah, baby. Oh, that was so exciting. Wasn't that amazing? I leapt off the couch. I was like so happy. I got some serious air. What an amazing goal. Four seconds left to send into the Stanley Cup. Unbelievable. And that's the most hockey we've talked about on this podcast ever. <laughs> well, I wish at this I wish I were an actual fan and not a bandwagon fan because I'd just be on cloud nine right now. But to any actual uh probably Las Vegas Golden Knights and Florida Panthers fans, congratulations. Good stuff. It, it might be. I saw somebody tweet this. It might be the from a city standpoint, party wise, most uh party Stanley Cup ever. Vegas and Miami. 
Oh yeah, and then yeah, and then if the if if the Heat and Panthers win the championship, it will be the first time ever that two teams, two these specific sports, basketball and hockey, won the same year. And I think it's like the tenth time that the two that they've both played in the finals. So this is one of those things where I read that this morning and I feel like I already screwed it up. But let's just go with that and head into our holiday weekend. Thank you very much uh, to all of you for watching and listening. Enjoy your Memorial Day. Have a good one, everybody. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.